Hello and welcome to the Fellowcast. This is episode number 24 and we are continuing on our who's who journey here at the Fellowship. So today I have a very special duo with me, Lizette van Niekerk and Joanita Okamp. They head up the Fellow Moms Ministry and in this episode they tell us more about what the workings behind the ministry and, and also give us some insight into their personal lives and to how they as moms and wives um, juggle life and juggle parenting and it's really inspiring to listen to them and, and I, I even I have learned something as a dad so if you are listening to this episode today get ready get yourself into receive mode and just uh, be ready to receive some wisdom from two moms that's been around the block and that really honor God and everything that they do as parents so bless you as you listen to this <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 24 of the Fellow Cast. And I have a very great privilege to have two Afrikaans speaking ladies having to speak English with me this morning on the Fellow Cast. And they are Lizette van Niekerk and Joanita Okamp. Hello, you guys or ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're having to pass the mic around, so, so bear with us. Um, but I'm very excited to have you, have you here this morning. They run the Fellow Moms, uh, which which when I look at you guys, you kind of look like the Mellow Moms, <laughs> because uh, because you guys look very relaxed this morning. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about being a mom, being a wife, just life surrounding being a mom. So if you ladies wouldn't mind to introduce yourself in a couple of sentences, just who you are, what you do. I'm Lizette. I'm married to Garth, one of the pastors at the church. I'll just mention that because people don't often see us together at church. So after 13 years of marriage, we still get stopped in pick and pay <laughs> <laughs> with people yeah, yeah, realizing we're married. Go, is this your <laughs> wife, Garth? Yes. Or Lizette, is this <laughs> yes. your husband? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, and then we've got three kids, Tessa, Stian and Ruben, and their ages are 10, 8 and 6. And then at the moment, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Yourself, Ioannita? Yes, like Bolly said, I'm Ioannita, and um, yes, I'm a mum of three little ones. So they are aged one, three, and five at the moment. So excuse me if um, I might sound a bit tired, <laughs> but yeah, that's life, eh? And yes, I'm an occupational therapist. I'm actually at the moment working full-time, but having my kids around me as I work from home, and I'm married to them. So you're both married. How long have you been married, Ioannita? Ten years. Ten years. And yourself, Lizette? Thirteen. Okay. And and kids, you said your oldest kid is? Ten. Ten. And your oldest kid, Juanita? Sorry, I, uh, my memory is leaving me behind. She's five. So Ten we will be five. starting, um, yes, formal school next year. Yeah, there we go. So just to say, if you're listening, they really qualify as moms. They have a lot of experience between them. So I, I, I want to hear from you. The two of you, where, where did fellow moms, um, the idea come from? Where did it start from? Um, yes, it started with myself and Emma Tron. Um, we were both moms working part-time at that stage. Grace and Ruben were just born, so they were, uh, yeah, they were a couple of months old. And we just realized we wanted to be, we needed to be in a Bible study. Mm. But all the cell groups at that point for ladies were running in the morning. And uh, yeah, we just realized we needed to be surrounded by other moms yeah. and um, we both had been feeling at that stage for a while that God was laying it on our heart to do a Bible study but I'll be honest we were both afraid to do it 
Um, so yes, and then we decided we'll do it together, which took a bit of the pressure off. And yeah, we started running a fellow moms, I think it was one, twi- ugh, every two weeks, mm. sorry. Yeah, it was every two weeks. We yeah. just had one afternoon in the week that we would do that. And unfortunately at that stage we said, um, yeah, we didn't want, um, no kids were allowed. Yeah which was a Fair bit of enough. a, <laughs> but we just said we wanted to be serious about the Bible studies we were doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we started focusing on uh, different, you know, we did some marriage material, we did some parenting material okay. and yeah. I thought you were going to say that we put started it just to get away from kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why it was only every two weeks. <laughs> so we still had time Could for the kids. Could only get away from the kids every yes. two weeks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, and Juanita yourself, you you started coming along when uh, you you were a part of the group, right? Be, well, while Emma was still around, tell yes. us about your involvement. Yeah. So basically, our um. My eldest and Lizette's youngest were born two days apart. Okay. So my whole journey as a mum started with. Lizette being my example and friend. <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, so when they started, so I was basically there from the beginning part, okay. yeah, joining the group and been there basically almost now for six years. Wow, yes. that's awesome. And and so the, the fellow moms, as I understand, th- are split into two separate um, kind of focus groups. Maybe share more about that uh, from both of your sides. Who does what? Uh, yeah, how does that work? Okay, so basically, so we had the group where... Um, my my kids were basically some of the youngest in the group. Okay. And then um, earlier this year, we decided, well, Lizette yeah, approached me and said, okay, we think, yeah, we realize there's a need. There's so many new moms, moms with first-time babies and also moms with smaller kids mm. that um, also have a need for a group. And then, yes, that's how Filler Moms, the second group, um, was born. S- and with our second group, obviously, um, the moms are welcome to bring their little ones with. Okay. So that's basically, I think, one of the biggest things also that set us apart is that, yes, so moms, stay-at-home moms who doesn't have anybody for the little one can bring their toddler okay. with to our group. Do and you run that group y- yourself, Juanita? Yes, me and Lizette do oh, it together. Oh, you both do both yeah. group groups together. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Anything you want to add to that, Lizette, how just how that came about and... Yeah, I think we just realized as well that with the the other group, the kids were starting to get a bit older. So your focus changes a bit. Mm. Where when fellow mom started originally, I still remember one of the things we used to do was we would share diapers on special at this game <laughs> and where can you get Very practical. cheap? Where can you get cheap panado stuff <laughs> like that? And um, oh, we just realized the group, yeah, the other group was getting a bit older, and we were worried about. Um, yeah, I can be honest and say, how do you talk to your children about sex yeah. when they start going to school, um, the different challenges you're facing there. Yeah. And then I would say I think the moms with smaller babies weren't necessarily benefiting from those types of conversations. Yeah, of course. So we just realized. And then also the other group doesn't really relate to not sleeping through anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something they struggle with. And you realize you need to be surrounded with people going through the same yeah. things as you say so that you can... I was going to say, yeah, we yeah, just share your joint experiences. Yeah. Realize you're not the only one going through something. You know, yeah. say if someone says, I'm not sleeping through, there's two or three others who have exactly the same problem. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's nice for me to hear how the group 
how the group grows with the group yes. like nothing stays the same and you have to kind of move along with where you are in life and uh, I mean to be honest I listen and I know there's a lot of life groups but I think this is the one that's the most fluid in many ways because every year every even six months of motherhood or being a parent changes yes. so you guys have your work cut out in terms of okay so what are, what are, what is the focus what is happening and obviously being a mom yeah. being in those phases and going through the phases or having gone through it helps you to to have kind of a a focus and a goal and i think the nice thing is just really doing life together yeah. with other moms um you really start forming a bond yeah um yeah you guys have all become good yes, friends yes yeah. which is really nice we go out for coffee together we stress through exams together when the kids start <laughs> writing exams um yeah it's just a it's just a really i would can honestly say most of the ladies in that group would be some of my best friends sure. Wow, so that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. a good advertisement for people that want to be a part of that. Yes. That it really is a place to come to connect and and become part of a community that that really loves each other. And I can also, if I can only um, add as well. So yes, um, besides talking a lot about mum stuff and being mums, just from my own experience, I can really say that the um, group actually changed my marriage sure. because we, um, yeah, having having friends and people in the group who has been in it for longer than. I was at that time and yeah. still is here. So it's really, um, like Lizette said, doing life together and how you how you honor your husband as well and how you as a marriage um, couple actually do parenting. So yeah. that's yeah. So I really I really learned a lot from the group sure. and that's why yes I wouldn't change my life group for anything. That's awesome. That actually does more than what you come for. You you get more than what you come for, uh, which which leads me to to asking kind of what is the goal of fellow moms? I know we you you've covered a lot of it. But in terms of just speaking into, it changes all the time. So how do you determine that? Uh, is there is there a, a, a clear goal, a, an end goal for fellow moms? I think, I think a lot of it would be seeing. And I'm thinking now, especially when our kids were smaller. There's a there's a part of motherhood when your kids are really small, where you can really get absorbed in in mm. your kids and yeah. the stuff they're doing, and you can easily lose focus of your husband um, and for us that's been one of the big things we've al always just said you actually want a whole family at the yeah. end yeah. <laughs> you don't want to lose your husband along the way because you've stopped I mean I still say Garth is my best friend mm. and I wanted to be that way but I've if I'm always involved with my kids he's gonna have to start looking for other friends yeah. and that's not what you want yeah that's true um, so yeah our focus has always been we try throughout the year to do a marriage type of study, mm. um, a parenting type of study, and then also a personal, I would almost say a personal growth type of study where you develop your relationship with God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for myself, it would be, yes, it would be the, the marriage thing. I would yeah. almost say would be the most important thing. Okay. Is it's yeah. amazing how, I mean, even the group's name is, is Fellow Moms, but r recognizing that a ma marriage is core to being a mom. We joked about it in last week when we spoke about today. We, we joked about you need to be a wife before you become a mom. And, and you realize that those things, uh, they don't just automatically keep going. You need to work at them. And, and obviously, this is a place where, where you get a holistic approach to life. So, so what's the best part of, of being a mom? And, and then what's the most challenging part? From I want to hear from both of you. I mean, what would you say, you know, I wouldn't change this for anything, but, but this has really challenged me uh, in, in terms of being a mom. So yes, I'm going to start with the challenge and then I'm going to, yeah, and that will lead actually to my answer in yeah, how amazing it is. Mm. But 
um, both me and Pimsy the other day, I really think parenting was one of the things we almost underestimated. Yeah. So it's definitely, you, you see it and it looks glamorous from the outside and it is, but with that, not a lot of people tell you the real life struggles yeah. like lack of sleep, but still having to juggle, having three little bodies so dependent on you mm. i mean they're not going to eat by themselves they're not going to go to sleep by themselves so you need to so you're actually not living only one life you're living <laughs> three four lives yeah. but in that it's just that love that unconditional love so it, um i think you um it taught me so much about god's relationship with us and how he views us so for me that's you know one of the greatest things is to see my kids grow and um knowing that that love nobody else has that with them that mm. relationship and god gave them to me and to yeah. us and although it's so challenging it's amazing i can just but i think it's also part of the group i can just really say that my marriage became so much stronger sure. because when you focus on your marriage and you know you need each other while having this challenging time in life that's actually what what um yeah helps mm. you through it yeah I often think, and, and this is for me, I, I often think, I don't know how single parents do it. I have so much respect for single parents. I think I would I would literally pull out my hair if I had to do everything by myself. If I And specifically, uh, uh, um, not just single moms, but single dads as well, like having to a, a, a woman's um, influence in, in children and obviously having a dad's influence to see how women and moms do things. They just bring a, 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 a dynamic that a dad cannot bring. And if a mom had to do everything alone, if a mom had to bring the dynamic that a, that a dad has to bring, you see wha why it can become difficult. So it's really amazing just to see that, again, you guys don't just focus on the end goal of I'm a mom, but of, okay, so what what is it all based on? God and my husband and my marriage and those kind of relationships sustains uh, healthy parenting and being a healthy mom. Um, I think for me, the best part yeah, my kids are a bit bigger now, so we do sleep a bit more than you and them do <laughs> at this stage. And Baldy. But yeah, the best part, I've, yeah, I must say, I really enjoy most of our mornings at the moment when the kids are just in bed with us, sometimes reading a story, sometimes mm. just playing in the room or just yeah, listening to them, chat, getting hugs. So I would say that's the best part. Kay. And the most challenging part, I must be honest, um, for me would be being consistent <laughs> with mm. everything and especially some of the stuff we um yeah i'll be honest to say some people think we are odd with some of the things that we try and teach our children the stuff we keep them from um but the it doesn't stop for a day we can't there's days that i just want to say oh, i'm just going to leave this for today let them just do what they yeah. want to do and just realizing no god's called us to do certain things, to put certain things in their lives, and it's every day. Mm. <laughs> There's not a day where you can just say, oh, no, today it's not worth it, I'm just going to take it easy. <laughs> so I must be honest, for me, that would be the the most challenging big, part. Big challenge, yeah. yeah. I can fully uh, relate to that, because I do think sometimes you just want to say, oh, I just want to sit back, just let them color the walls in <laughs> today we'll take that rule away because it's easier for me but but it is true that consistency I is laying a foundation for the future yes. and for every next time they want to to try something and go well the last 10 times I, w I wasn't allowed to or the last 10 times i wasn't allowed to i've been given permission so i, I have i think kids thrive off consistent 
parenting. Absolutely. And and that's not to uh, obviously um, make people feel guilty. I think that's what we all strive for. Yes. Like, how can I be consistent? And the only best way is by listening to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In my experience, <laughs> at least. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know if you would like to speak into that. What, what do you guys draw from? You know, uh, besides, besides God, obviously, um, in terms of ge- getting strength for, for, okay, I now need to stick to what I've said before. How do you, what's the motivation? I can really, and just coming back, and that's obviously why we were here or coming here in the first place. It's, it's this group. Like, and even sometimes it's not just coming here on a Tuesday, but to just SMS Lizette or to um, yeah, bump into each other at a place in mm. town or something and you're like, oh my, this happened again today and yeah, this is challenging. And yeah. like, I can really, so yes, I know a lot of people say you need time for yourself and stuff. Facing life at the moment, not necessarily getting there, yeah. but to draw from your, your friends mm. and to their experience, use other people's experience who's been through it before you yes. and um, and I can really say Garth and Lizette is such a good an example and yeah. so I really whenever there's something I doubt or not sure of I, I know I can press on a button and call her and ask her okay yeah. how do I handle this yeah yes. how do you get through this because you've been here before do you want to add something Lizette um, I could just say yeah with once again with our kids being bigger now it's we've seen the fruits of pushing through with things even when it was difficult so I think with that, it would be past experiences told me, even though it's difficult. Yeah. And it does get easier, I must be honest. There's or, well, there's certain things that get more difficult, but mm. there's other things that get easier if your foundation was laid right in the beginning mm. that you don't struggle with when your kids yeah, get yeah. a bit bigger. So I think for me, it would, yeah, would then be past experiences. Yeah. That's good. Sort of just say, yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't easy at the time. It wasn't nice at the time. Um, yeah, there were times I didn't really like myself. Sure. And especially, and then also realizing, I think with the three kids, it differed quite a bit. Mm. So we had Tessa, who could be um, very demanding and very, um, yeah, she knew how to push my buttons. Mm. Um, to Stian, who's like ultra compliant, and to Ruben, who loves to play the baby card, and just yeah, realizing you have to Everyone's treat different. all of them differently. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, still be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> On its merits. Yes. Which is which leads me I- nicely into the next question that I wanted to ask you. And, and you spoke about past experiences. And what would be one of the most valuable lessons that, that the two of you have learned up until now in terms of through parenting? Because I often hear people say, you know, before I was married, you know, I got married and suddenly I realized I'm so selfish or whatever, you know, or now that I have kids, I never thought this. I, I can say, let me let me break the ice for you. So one of the things for me as a parent that I've thought like, I would never do stuff like that. Or I'm looking at that. I'm thinking, why did you just do it like this until you become a parent? And exactly what you just said, Lizette, every c- child is different. So some children just want to sleep at home in this phase of their lives or they they won't re- respond when you when you try it at this time of the day. And so you start to kind of mold your life around just having peace so one of the most valuable lessons i've learned in the short space that i've been a parent is actually being in a space of going lord forgive me that i've been judgmental of other parents and to go actually it isn't the same for everyone and there's so much that you still have to give up of yourself uh, in terms of seeing impacting the lives of the kids that you're supposed to bring up i don't know if that makes sense if that makes it easier for you that's a vulnerable moment for me one of my most valuable lessons and actually i um 
keep on going back to Rob. So when we had Lisa the eldest, we um, before we dedicated her, we had sessions with him. And that's really one of the things that stood out for me and mm. still does. Like, don't try to be a perfect parent and don't expect a perfect child. Mm. Because the moment you do that and you want to write, there is no such thing as a book baby or a book child. Yeah. So, And then you put so much guilt on yourself for not getting to what other people say you had to or must try. So the moment I realized that, okay, she is there is going to come a time where I'm going to be disappointed even in my child. Yeah. And that doesn't take away some of my love for her. Mm. It's just, so don't put the pressure on you or on them. Yeah. And I think that's yeah, one of the biggest things I'm still going through. But yes, yeah. that and as they get older, there's different stuff coming out. And it's like exactly what you also said, like being judgmental before that time. Like, oh, no, my child's never going to do that. Like, okay, yeah. right back <laughs> at me. Humbled. So very, very humbled. Yeah. Bim Bim calls it humble pie. So yeah. eat a bit and slice of humble pie every single day. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was one of my most valuable things I've learned. Awesome. And still learning, like you say. I must say for me, I don't know if this falls in, yeah, if this is part of the question, but um, we often just say when doing Bible studies and stuff, I really understand God's heart for me mm. a lot more since I've had children, mm. just in terms of realizing how many times you tell them something very straightforward <laughs> and they turn around and do the exact opposite um, and me standing there going, what were you thinking? Yeah. And I often think God sometimes says that about me. <laughs> we said something very clearly and then just say, what were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I told you what you needed to do. Yeah. Um, I think just the other week we, um, in our cell group, we were speaking about it. Um, just saying um, uh, something happened in our kitchen and Tessa made a comment about something. We were doing dishes and stuff and um, I kept putting more dishes there and she kept saying, but sure but i thought this was almost done and mm. i said yeah but we're busy preparing food and so there's still more coming and she said yeah but she didn't make the food why should she do all the dishes I'm like but i'm making the dinner for you <laughs> normally i do all of that and um ach, it was just a nice reminder again that god af often does so many things for us sure. that we don't even see mm. she sees me making dinner she sees me doing dishes normally um and you think they realize what yeah. you're doing for them yeah. But, yeah, they're still small, they're still selfish. Yeah. But then just pulling that back to us and saying sometimes we also just see our lives and, yeah, we don't always realize what God is busy doing in the background. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is, that's, I think that's one thing if I had to also go, s s when you have kids, you start to, you realize what grace is. Because you, you think this deserves punishment, this deserves, and then sometimes you just have to go, wow, like there needs to be grace as well. That cannot always just be <laughs> bringing down the thunder. So, so in terms of learning lessons and just journeying through life as a mom, are there any tips, uh, one tip, let's say, one tip that you would give future moms? You know, we've spoken about judging beforehand and this and that. What, what would be one tip that you would say to someone that wants to be a mom? Um, this is something that you need to know. I can, yeah, with that I can say Julie gave me this tip, Rob's wife, where she just said surround yourself with one or two friends that you really trust and mm. that you can take advice from and those are the people you go to for advice. Mm. You can listen to other people, you can read articles, you can read books, um, but don't get swayed by all the different yeah. opinions out there um, and then, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself, sure. just realizing 
God made you that child's mom for yeah. a reason. Um, and you don't, you've got everything needed for that specific no, child. Indeed. And then just what you uh, said just now, so I'll just with regards to the judgment, because you realize we've had people judge us for the way yeah. we raise our kids. Um, and just to say, we truly believe we're doing what God wants us yeah. to do. And we're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can <laughs> bring on the judgment. Yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah, but we're, um, I almost want to say, Rustig enough in ourselves and what we're doing with them that yeah. we're okay with that. You have peace. Yes. Knowing that eventually you are the one sitting at home with them when no one else is watching. Absolutely. And you are the one taking care of the... And we are the ones who will answer to God one day for what we yeah. did with them. Yeah. And um, yes. Yeah. And Lizette basically took the words there out of my mouth. It yeah, shows you where I came, uh, got my, my teachings from. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really uh, my tip would also be like Get that one or two friends that you really trust and God showed you that these two friends you can trust and don't try to follow everybody's advice because you'll make yourself absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, like you just cannot please everybody and and um, exactly that thing, like if you if you have goals for your family and you know that God laid the, them on your heart to be so um, is it steadfast mm. in that belief and not being not being um, stubborn. I mean there's always, always room for improvement and be open for positive um crit critics yeah. yes but to take it to god and just know okay this is what you've laid on my heart this is how we're going to do it and then have that one or two friend that you can bounce it from okay i know i said to you guys before and we'll we'll keep it as light-hearted as possible but we've actually got gone quite deep so let's let's throw in a fun one in between funniest mom moment there are a lot of those there has to be <laughs> we spoke about this beforehand <laughs> And yeah, most of them probably aren't fit for <laughs> for yeah public listening. <laughs> um, I think one of my funniest ones was um, when Tessa was about three and a half, maybe four. Stian was about one and a half, and um, I'd finished bathing him, um, put new clothes on him, and gave him a chocolate muffin, and took Tessa out of the bath. And I was busy. We were all in the one room, and he had a dirty diaper <laughs> in the process but I was still dressing her and as I turned around to focus on him I couldn't find him I was like where did he go now and in the meantime he had gotten back into the bath fully dressed in his pajamas and dirty diaper yeah. and chocolate muffin and um yeah, <laughs> at that point there was some chocolate muffin in the bath, which I didn't you at first recognize as <laughs> <laughs> chocolate muffin. <laughs> um, Garth was at church. He was actually busy with Bible school or something. So, yes, I had a moment of shock and, <laughs> and horror. horror and disgust. <laughs> and then I just ran to fetch my camera. <laughs> and I took a picture <laughs> and I just started laughing. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> and yeah, took him, then realized it was chocolate muffin. So everything was yeah, a bit funnier. And um, yeah, took him out of the bath and proceeded <laughs> to change him again. But yeah, sometimes you just have to laugh. Sometimes you just have to laugh. Yeah. I was yeah, I was ashamed at that time. I was going through quite a tough time at work. Okay. So it was just one of those moments where I could either break down completely yeah. or just embrace the moment yeah. and laugh. <laughs> and I laughed. Good, good <laughs> choice. Good medicine to the bones. Yes, I think most of my funny mom moments actually comes from when you see yourself in your kids or when your mannerisms and your things that you say actually come out um, 
Yeah, so the other <laughs> night I was sending, I put all of them in bed and Evan, that's the youngest one, so he came out of bed and he's only 19 months old. So I took the, yes, we do the wooden spoon thing still. So I took the wooden spoon and I, and I told him, go back to your bed. And he turned around and he looked me in the eyes and he said to me, this unnodig. So I realized, yes, I say that so often. So just the, the, yeah, the, the things they say and yeah. you laugh at them and then you realize, oh my, that's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> and th when, the, when the timing is also spot on. You go, oh, how did they actually get that right? <laughs> yes, how did he How did he actually, so it shows you understands exactly yeah, what it means in context. Yeah, so yeah. that's unnecessary. <laughs> so next time you need to use it back again. Remember, <laughs> you understand when it's unnecessary. Okay, so, so we, we're getting to the, to the end of the, the seriousness of this all. But I know we've spoken a lot about, you know, what it takes to be a mom, what challenges you, uh, what kind of have you learned throughout the whole pr process. But we would be a mess if, if we if we don't actually get what we've what we've got through this process and been able to pass it on. So if there's one thing that you could have mastered uh, before you became a parent, what would that be? I would have loved to um, loved it if my house was really sorted out before I became a mum because now it's just more chaos <laughs> and there's just no time to sort out the previous chaos. <laughs> so um, you know, I think for me it's the discipline of structure and routine. Like um, me and Wim are both a little bit of impulsive people. Okay. So, um, yes, and, and we really struggle. I think Lizette also said with the consistency. So I think if you can kind of get that even in your own life and have the discipline, set times for Bible study. Yeah. It's like, it was like whenever you had time because you had so much time. So it was like what was in the morning, it was in the morning, in the evening, it was the evening. Yeah. And now I really struggle to get into that routine myself to actually set that time apart. Mm. Um, yeah, so you, so if I think if you, and I, I, I don't say be rigid. So al obviously always, yeah, there must be room for um, adaptations and stuff. But yeah. just for myself, from where I come from, it's like, my life is a bit chaotic at the moment and I just don't have time mm. to sort that chaos out. So do your wedding pictures and do your wedding video. Yeah. <laughs> don't let kids come and then 10 years later you haven't done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so practical things, yeah, just sort, sort that out. That's good. Master that if you can. Um, I think mine would be I really do a lot of reading on temperament and personality types and things like that. Um, and I think it would have if I'd known a lot of that before Tessa was born, I think I would have maybe understood her a bit mm. a bit better as well from an earlier age. Oh, sure. um, that is some, I think, when we really started reading up on it a bit more was when Stian was a baby, maybe almost towards one, one and a half. Um, but yes, that would be something that I can really see now helps, but it might have even helped yeah. before she was, um, or when she was um, smaller. Yeah. And then the other thing which will slot in, I was joking about that, was also just being able to do weekly meal plans and stick to them okay. and make food beforehand. So I didn't, yeah, every evening when it gets to 4, 4.30, I'm not going to a flat spin, but... Um, and I need to cook yes, something I up. need to cook something. What do we have? Yeah. What, yeah. And then you go, so oh, I, I need to yeah. go to pick and pay because I don't have this. So every, yeah, I would say at the beginning of the year, I 
wouldn't say it's a new year's resolution but then i think i'm really this year i need to focus on that but yes it hasn't that hasn't happened creative lunch boxes haven't happened <laughs> my kids get the same thing every day <laughs> so yeah that would have also been something okay. nice to, <laughs> to have <laughs> mastered, mastered before <laughs> You you mentioned you Anita. You mentioned you know time with God and, and having your own time isn't always al- always possible. Um, just just uh, practically, how do you navigate the both of you? How do you navigate um, you know growing your relationship with God, which obviously should be our primary relationship? Um, how do we navigate that as parents specifically, not just moms but parents to go okay? Um, there's so much going on. I haven't even mastered everything yet, but I still need this as my as my food, as my source to actually daily survive. I really think that's something that you be need to be mindful of. So mm. that's a choice you need to make because it's not going to happen just by itself. Yeah. You you think maybe before that time it is, and I mean, like I just said. So that's one of the toughest things for me is not getting to that quiet time. And um, but Auntie Julie and again um, Lizette. Um, when I started this whole parent journey, they just said, have grace on yourself. Mm. So I'm constantly in conversation with God. And um, so I think to have grace on yourself and just realize if you don't get that hour Bible study in, don't feel guilty about it. Just, yeah, God knows where you are. Mm. He actually gave that little gift to you. He knows exactly where you are. And sometimes it's tough for me because sometimes I do beat myself up. And, um, but just, yeah, having that grace and just never stop talking to him mm. never stop talking to him we listen a lot of praise and worship worship music in our house so okay. i think that's one of my things is actually just through music getting that time to still praise him and worship him yeah. and hopefully the the bible reading is going to pick up <laughs> soon <laughs> audio bible um yeah i can i can say a lot of the the same as you Anita, just in terms of that there's a certain phase where there's not a lot happening with being able to read the Bible on your own because you've either constantly have someone on you yeah. or on the Bible or um, so I would also say in that time it was on a lot of Bible. just yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's quite interesting the moment <laughs> you open <laughs> it they're there <laughs> with pens or whatever um, yeah it was just spending a lot of time just talking to God yeah. um, just I would almost say in that way getting quiet with him mm. Um, but then there does there is a phase where you need to get out of that and realize um, you can't just be complacent. And I'm still speaking to myself about that because, yeah, me and Garth often say as well that um, there'll always be a phase that you can use as an excuse True, for yeah. almost everything, um, because the kids go through different phases and they but they just get busy in different ways and yeah. we get busy in different ways. So it is actually just. Yeah, at some point getting that self-discipline to make a plan and just fit it in wherever you can. And yeah, and then I would still say also just with, once again, just getting back to fellow moms, a lot of times for me it would be the encouraging talk there, the way um, it's not always just silly conversations, but actually sharing what God has done, sharing testimonies of what God has done in our kids' lives, in our lives, um, how He helped us in a situation. So even in that way, Yes, I think that was also almost the yeah. way, yes. Yeah. And also, I also yeah, want to get back to the fellow moms. And um, we realized that as a need as well for moms. And that's why Lizette actually um, um, d- 
decided or we are decided now in both groups you're now going to do experiencing God. So I do think that it's a need for a lot of moms and they, yeah. they want that deeper intimate relationship with God and it's so difficult. So and if we can do that together as a group and encourage each other and yes, mm. um, hold it, uh, each other accountable and um, yeah, so that's what actually we're going to do for the next 13 weeks wow. is yeah, getting getting close and intimate with God again. Awesome. And I like how both of you, you kind of take the, the, you know, the I don't want to use the word religion, but that's only what it comes to mind, the religion out of it, you know, that we have to have the strict kind of routine. And even though I believe in that, that helps. It gets you going. It gets you into a habit. But you, like you said, it, the, the phases never stop. And we need to be adapting and need to be intentional about okay i'm aware of god and and i can hear his voice i don't need to sit next to my bed with my hands folded and my eyes closed before actually con converse with god and, and i, I would fall seriously short yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously <Same here>. short <laughs> if i might just add something else and and i think yeah, some people might give me some um a hard time for what i'm going to say now but we just we come to church not every sunday because again it's not a, reli a religion mm. but we really try to come to church even though most of the times i cannot actually imagine for the um yeah remember for the last five years whenever i had this yeah listen to a sermon from beginning to end yeah. but just staying in that in in that routine yes yeah. and showing your children that my heart is to go yeah. and get something and give something back to god yeah. and yeah coming to church um so, ugh, they were both i think t ugh, all three of them were about two weeks old when we just started to come back to church yeah. because i think it's so easy to get into or fall into that trap that everything is overwhelmed. It's yeah, it's yeah. You, you're overwhelmed. You stay at home. It's difficult to go out, but yeah, yeah. just get up, go. And then you also um, realize there's so many people doing this with you. You're not alone. Absolutely. And the church is not just about the message. It's also community being built and fellowship and all those things that my wife often says exactly the same. At the moment, she's not able to receive word in the way that she used to before, but she's she's around like-minded people. She's around people that love her, and she does receive something, and she's able to worship God with them. Last thing that I want to ask of you guys. You've got one week, unlimited budget, and the kids are taken care of. What's the plan? Yeah, I was thinking about that question. Um, in the end, I got to... I actually think I would like to go to the Lake Districts in Italy. Okay. And hire a villa. And I wouldn't even mind taking the kids along. If we maybe had a nice babysitter, <laughs> 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 they could be on the one wing <laughs> area of the villa. We could be on the other yeah. side because I actually think they would enjoy it as well. And yeah. they're at an age where it's now nice to go on holiday <laughs> with yeah. them. It's not the the schlep it used to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be it for me. Awesome. They're still taken care of. Babysitter. I'm sorry, I'm not going to join Lizette in that opinion. <laughs> um, I want to leave them at home. I love them, but I'm going to love them more when I'm back. Amen. So I think for me, it will be a Mauritius trip with them. Okay. Yes, and just having some time with... <laughs> it's okay. Having some time with your husband. Because this phase, you, you, know, you sometimes miss each other yes so i would really love so it's not just for me to go and sleep yes i would love to sleep and i will sleep the whole day <laughs> but for him too so this face is not just tough for mums but for dads as well and just you're finding each other again and you're just come back revitalized Refreshed, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes awesome awesome and i just want to thank you guys 
really for taking the time out and being real being honest sharing your hearts and your journeys and that really is for me the heart behind the fellow gods to just get to know people and to get to know you guys that lead things at church that are involved uh, constantly at church um, and and for people to hear what they're getting themselves into if, if they get become a part so i really i really pray that that the fellow moms will just um, not for the sake of numbers but that it will reach people that it will actually do what it's been doing for your lives um, i'm encouraged to see that there's something like that around for for moms and which which it wasn't really around a couple of years ago as far as i remember well i wasn't a parent so i didn't even look at those things but yeah thank you so much thank you for the time and i really trust that those of you who have been listening have been blessed by your anita and the z until next time bye-bye